DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. We are brought to you in part by Zero Res. Put your best foot forward with the Zero Res cleaning before the holiday season. Clean in November, make a food donation to Zero Res, and they'll clean a fourth room for free. Forwards or backwards, Zero Res is the right way to clean. Call them at 801-288-9376. Time to welcome in the former BYU linebacker, Brian Keel. Brian, good morning. Hey, good morning, as always. Brian, I need your help. I got to make a pick. I need right. some brilliant insight. You know, it's easy for me, and PK knows this because he's heard me do it a million times. It's easy for me to go with uh, what I have seen before, you know, trends that have held over a long period of time, stick with those as opposed to, you know, picking based on some, you know, spur of the moment kind of deal. So I got this one trend that says BYU's figured it out. They got a quarterback that the NFL likes. They got a couple offensive linemen, maybe more than a couple, but at least a couple the NFL likes. They got an NFL defensive lineman. They're going to control the line of scrimmage. They're going to make a good quarterback play. They're going to do what they've done all year. They're going to win again and go to 8 now. And then over here, I got the Boise State program has it figured out over 20 years. They've lost like nine home games. They haven't lost anybody from the state of Utah in 25 years at home, 24 years at home. They are, they've won 16 in a row against the Aggies, Utes, and Cougars, and five of them against the Y. Why in the world wouldn't I pick the Broncos? These two things are button, button heads in my mind. What do you think? <clears throat> Man, I... <laughs> I'm 100% with you on both of those. Uh, I don't know what to make of it. I, I'll tell you what I hope. <clears throat> I hope BYU, um, I hope the, the players realize the opportunity that's ahead of them. I mean, this is the biggest chance that the program has had in 20 years. And <clears throat> it all comes down to tomorrow night. And it's just it's the whole thing. And I mean, it doesn't, if they lose tomorrow night, the season's not over. It's uh, nothing like that. Like, you know, they could lose tomorrow night and this would still be a fantastic year. That being said, what a win tomorrow night gives the program is absolutely invaluable. There's just no way to weigh how, how much it does for us and how, how much uh, <clears throat> improvement it will help us in recruiting and money and exposure and, and et cetera. So given those things, I'm going to say that our guys, because of all the things that you just listed, they take care of business. And they eke out a close, tight, hard-fought win up there in Boise tomorrow night. Great. <laughs> For talk radio purposes, we would love to see that. Uh, obviously, uh, the more the local teams win, the better it is for us and our business and, and everyone's concerned about their own financial well-being for sure. So we have a vested interest in watching BYU win, not necessarily from the fan perspective, but uh, for other reasons. So in, in my mind, I view this as a really a, just a seminal moment in Kalani Satake's coaching career because you can't say, ah, well, they'll be here again potentially because given the schedule that they play and they normally play in a non-pandemic year, obviously, it is so difficult to even just get to October undefeated because they play one of the top, if not the top schedule in the first month of the season in the entire sport of college football. So I don't know when they're going to be 7-0 and again. So in terms of going 8-0, and they may never at least in the next whatever years, have this opportunity. So from all those things that go into it, too, and I wanted to get your thought on this, because when you think about we were talking about this earlier in the week, Brian, say they go 8-0. and zero. Well, they got two games scheduled next. We don't know what's going to happen. Should they add a game? Maybe, possibly. But we know they got North Alabama. We know they got San Diego State. 
uh, ahead. And so 8-0, and zero, pretty much figuring the rest of November you only play North Alabama, that buys you another four weeks of every week being in the national conversation. And look what that's done for Utah the last couple years. Because in November, even though they didn't get to the playoff, they in November, everybody's talking about them. Good or bad, should they be in, should they be out? You will get that if BYU wins this game on Friday. That's another reason, and I think it's an underreported reason why this game is so huge, because the Cougars will be in the national conversation minimally for another month. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Like In terms of just opportunity, it just it can't be overstated what's at, at, at stake here and how big of a game this is and just how, how much we, we have to have it. And and yeah, you, you you said it. You know, going undefeated, it's 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 hard. It, it's it's hard to do. When you have a chance to do it, you got to take care of business. And you look at the last twenty years, <clears throat> Utah's done it twice. Um, Boise's done it. TCU did it before they joined uh, the the, the a, a big conference. Um, uh, Hawaii did it. Um, you know, there, there's a bunch of programs that have done it and. BYU hasn't done it. That's one of the things we haven't done in the last 20 years. Um, you know, we, we were close in in uh, the, the Luke Staley, Brandon Doman. You know, if our defense wasn't so terrible that year, and if Luke doesn't get hurt, maybe we do it that year. Um, in 96, they were close. They stubbed their toe up in Washington. <clears throat> um, anyway, close, close doesn't count. you got to do it. And this is our chance. And, and like you just said, this might be the best chance we ever get, and and going undefeated once helps you do it again because it boosts your recruiting, it boosts your exposure, it boosts your dollars, which helps everything. And so again, yeah, this is just this is just this game is so big, it just you can't even put it into words. So recruiting has changed since you were recruited, but that doesn't mean that you don't know some younger folks going through it and all that. Can you really, for the people who've never been through it? A month until the next big game, the next test, assuming that you know there isn't another game added to the schedule. But a month, how many potential athletes is uh, is the BYU coaching staff going to reach out to in that point? Plus, how many times is Kirk Herbstreit going to use the letters BYU uh, in order uh, on ESPN? And what impact that has on recruiting? I mean, how much is the average 16, 17-year-old going to get hit with the Cougars if 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 the Cougars win this game, yeah, exactly, and that yeah, and yes, it has changed. Recruiting is a whole different universe now than what it was 20 years ago when I was getting recruited, and um, it's I mean it's the full court press now, and you know, for better or for worse, this generation of kids that are in high school right now that are coming out, um, they're different than my generation. They're different than your generation. They're different than those of us who came before, um, you know, they love the hype and the social media and exposure and look at me and, and the videos of uh, press conferences of announcing who, where they're going and their commitments and all that crap. Cause I, I think a lot of it is crap and I'm, I'm not for that part of it, but, but like I said, for better or for worse, that is how it is right now. And that is a lot of what drives these kids and their decision-making and where they're going to go play college football. And so, yeah, the more exposure BYU, the more mentions, the more social media engagement, the, the more tweets, the, the more ESPN posts, and, and on and on and on, that all just builds 
the the, the it, it, it expands our net, and you know there's there's a certain size to to the potential recruits that we can get, and if we can increase that net, then statistically it's going to increase our talent, and you increase your talent, and you, you you just have a better opportunity to win games, and it just it all adds to each other. So, yeah, this this next month, I mean, it's just this is it. This is. It, like I said, we can lose, and it's not the end of the world. Don't head for the cliff, all, all that stuff. That being said, I mean, this is this is the, the greatest opportunity, at least in the last 20 years, maybe the last 30 years, that BYU's had. So from the BYU perspective, what concerns you about the potential to win this game? Um, so you, <clears throat> Boise, you, I mean, some of the things that you guys elaborated on, so – They've only lost a handful of games at home. They're they're so hard to beat up there. Um, I mean, we've had you know three games won basically up there and and crapped our pants with a missed field goal, uh, a, a two point conversion, and and then running out of time two years ago. I mean, we've had our chances and we've haven't got it done. They're they're well coached football team. They have good players. They play hard. They're they play smart. They play very well at home. It's a tough place to play. They, they don't lose there very often. They're a great program, one of the winningest programs in college football in the last 20 years. And so all of those things stack up against us. And they, the things that go in our favor are our quarterback, who's just playing on another level right now, all those players that you, you, uh, you mentioned. Um, the, the team, you know, they, I think that hopefully they realize the gravity of this moment and you know, in the last couple of years, one of the things that Kalani and staff have done is they've played well in the big games, and and so you know it's the, it's the lesser games where they've they've underperformed, and so for those reasons, you know that's that's what gives me hope. You know, you just made the promo for the day for the show, right? I don't. What, what's that? <laughs> when you said when you said. We've had our chances, but we've crapped our pants. Yeah, that that's the promo. That's going to play another 30 or 40 times. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. Quote it. Quote it. That's accurate, 100%. Uh, as a defensive guy, how much did you care? I, I guess it would depend opponent to opponent, quarterback to quarterback. But in this case, how much does it matter to the BYU defense who the quarterback is for Boise State? They're, they're trying not to say it and not tip their hand. Both guys have performed well in the game they played this year. Does it matter that much? Yeah, so, I mean, it's funny because I, I have a different answer depending on which hat I'm wearing. So if I'm wearing the hat of Brian Kill player who's going to be in the game, you know, bring it. I want I want the best. I want everything that you have. I want it to be legit. I don't want any asterisks. I don't want any, oh, but I don't want any of that. I want everything they have. I want to mono a mono, let's go, and I'm going to beat you. That's my mindset as a player, okay? As a fan, <laughs> it's it's not that way because as a fan, I can't control it. I'm not on the field. I'm not – there's nothing I can do. I just – I'm helpless to just sit there and watch. And so as a fan, it's funny because it's kind of different. It's, it's, it's yeah, oh, oh, that guy's hurt. Oh, it doesn't break my heart. Or that guy's sick or, or whatever the situation is. That guy can't play. Oh, great. That gives us a better chance to win. And so, I mean, just be, me being 100% honest, um, depending on which hat I'm wearing, I have a different answer. And so for the players on the team right now, it's probably similar. Different guys feel different about that. 
So, as you say so eloquently about crapping your pants, which you know isn't eloquent, <laughs> it's rather descriptive. Uh, with that in mind, what's different about this team? I think from the beginning of the year, one of the things that has that has made me impressed and has given me pride is the sense of urgency, the emotion, and the attention to detail that they've played with. Um, you know, there's there's just been a, a noticeable increase in those areas. Um, guys flying around, excited, you know, pumped up, supporting each other, um, effort on defense, um, the little things on offense, downfield blocking, not a lot of penalties, um, you know, clean football. Not We haven't had the turnovers like we have in years past. And even even the turnovers that we've had, like, you know, um, Wilson's playing phenomenal. He's got two picks, and honestly, I don't think either of them are his fault. Um, I think this pick in the last game, you know, I was talking to Robbie Bosco the other day, and both of us agreed. We think we think it was just a miscommunication between him and the receiver. I don't know that, but that's what it looked like. I, I honestly don't think that it was a bad throw. Um, my point is there's just all these little things that have plagued us in the last couple of years that are improved this year. And so those are the things that give me hope, that give me pride in the program that I love, win, lose, draw, um, and that, that give me a, some confidence for tomorrow night. So then, do you attribute a lot of that to the way they lost those games last year? To uh, after after beating Tennessee and USC and Boise State, that they could also that same team could also lose to a seven and six South Florida team and a seven and six Toledo team and an eight and six Hawaii team. That that's what's powering this. That they realize we should have been a ten win team last year. We didn't tighten down on the details, so we're doing it this year. That's what I hope. So the. The optimist in me that looks for the silver lining, um, you, you know, the way I look at things is you learn more from mistakes than you do from success. And that's just, that's, that, that's not just sports and football. That's everything in life. Um, mistakes sting. And you, you have, you, you, you can learn, you can learn more from them if you allow, if you allow it to happen. And so the hope is that, that, those ugly losses last year that they lit fires under these kids in the off season and that they worked harder than they would have otherwise, that they, they learned, they learned um, principles and concepts that they otherwise wouldn't have. And the combination of all of those improvements play out on the field this year um, to our improvement so that we're better off than we would have been if we would have eked out ugly wins in those games. Now, I don't know that that's the case, but, you know, like I said, the optimist in me, that's what, that's what I hope the kids take from it and how it translates this year. And, and so far, it kind of looks like that is the case. But, you know, that's the hope. What would be your defensive strategy against Boise? So, and it's kind of similar to what we've had success, you know, this year. Um, I think we're, we're at our best when um, we're able to stop the run and, and, and not give up the big play. Um, I, I like when we have four man fronts and we're able to get some pressure because it's tough to get pressure with three. I like when we have four man fronts and, and, you know, kind of the formula that, that, that they've put out there that's done, that's done us well is keep them in front of us, make them do sustained drives and don't give up the big one, play smart and, and make them make the mistake. And that's, 
kind of what BYU's defense has been the last three or four years, and it's a good formula when you execute it properly. We don't always execute it properly, but we've done it pretty good this year, and 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 now we have a test because it's actually a, a legit team. They're not just a good team; they are a legit team. They are year in and year out, and so now it's just a matter of you know we'll see if how how good the defense is. Brian Keel joining us, former BYU linebacker right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Is there one area where BYU has a clear advantage than this area? They are going to dominate the Broncos, and this is how they can uh, – if they could write the script for a win, it would definitely involve this. I think it's the quarterback, and I think he's playing at such a just different level in so many ways that it, 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 what it does is it gives you a chance to win every game. And you can look in high school, college, and the NFL. I mean, if you don't have a, a guy there, it's tough to win. And when you do have a guy there, you, you have a chance to win any game. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You have a, at the end of the day, you have a chance when you have a guy there. And we got a guy, and he's, he's good, and he's playing at another level. He's clearly put in the work, and it's paid off. And there's just so many little things that he's doing well. He's throwing the ball accurately. He's making good decisions. He's not taking sacks. He's throwing it away when it's not there. Um, he, he scrambles when he needs to and gets yards. He's not turning it over. And he's just on and on and on. So I think, you know, if you, if you boil it down, I think that's kind of the, the edge that, that we have. Um, you know, we're not more athletic than them. We're not faster than them. Um, you know, we, so, and I think that's our edge is, is, that, is that position and, and that opportunity. He's Brian Keel. He's former BYU linebacker. He joins us every single week. And today he made the promo. Thank you, Brian. (laughs) Always a pleasure, guys. Thank you.